God have mercy on these eggs. And you have a fever. Nonsense. I'm just hot-blooded. Colonel, a closed mind is an empty mind. Walking in your sleep. Good way to get rest and exercise at the same time. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th podcast. I am one of your co host, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal, Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 17, Heal Thyself. It's the 190th episode overall, directed by the one and only Mike Farrell. Story by Dennis Koning and Gene Reynolds. Teleplay by Dennis Koning. They originally aired on January 14, 1980, and the production code is S616. Well, discretion being the better part of food poisoning, I thought I'd just stick with the powdered orange juice. Pulverized citrus. These maniacs will stop at nothing. We forgot to warn you about the powdered pits. No, it's nothing. The gullet's just a little rusty this a.m. You said the same thing last night, sir. I better have a look at these glands. I'm just fine, I tell you. These glands are like grapefruit. Don't tell the army they'll powder them. And you have a fever. Nonsense. I'm just hot-blooded. Doctor? Uh-huh. Colonel, you might find this hard to swallow, but 8 to 5 says you've got the mumps. You pick the worst time to be right, honeycut. Oh, dear. I feel responsible for this. Nonsense, Padre. You didn't know we were all walking into a mumps festival at the orphanage. Gee, I just thought those kids were doing great Charles Lawton impressions. As of right now... I'm off limits to all personnel who didn't have the good sense to catch them when they were kids. With all due respect to your high-ranking glands, Colonel, their timing stinks. Tomorrow we're supposed to be up to our mumps and casualties. Keep a cool caboose, honeycut. I'm way ahead of you. Bring her! You bellowed, old top of the heap? Yeah, and I wish I hadn't. It looks like I've got the mumps. The mumps? Command me from a distance, my weak and withering leader. I have never mumped, and I'm too old to start. Stand tall, doughboy. You've got to get on the gabber and find us a fill-in surgeon. Put the GI red tape in the drawer and leave no corner uncut. I also have the plot summary. Potter and Charles are quarantined with the mumps and get on each other's nerves. A replacement surgeon from Tokyo is brought in. I'm sleeping, Major Hulan. Hi, Colonel. We got a really swell surprise for you. Go away, Pierce, and take Honeycutt with you. We wanted to bring you something to cheer you up. But what can you give a man who has everything, including the mumps? His very own roomie. So here he is now, Charles Emerson Winchester, the pucked. Well, well, a childhood malady in a man of your advanced weight? Now, don't be unkind, Colonel. Poor Charles was caught with his jeans down. I just want to go to sleep. Not so fast. This is a private room. Go someplace else. There is no place else. The VIP tent is bulging with sick nurses. Who are also bulging. Well, so is this tent. It has a capacity of one. That's me. Colonel, I assure you, excuse me, the prospect of uh, sharing this veritable element displeases me much more than it does you. You are too modest, Winchester. Don't underestimate your power to be a pain in the buns. Yes, please. The bed. I feel delirious. Where should I put it? 
Anywhere outside. Just, just a moment, uh, gentlemen, please. Yeah, uh, Colonel, your, um, yours does not appear to be a standard army issue folding canvas cot. It isn't. This is a genuine Sears super slumber mattress. Plenty comfy, too. Yeah, it's so spacious. Sure is. Several hundred of the finest geese who ever honked gave their all so I could snooze in comfort, solo. Yeah, but Colonel, that... Don't even think it, Winchester. There's the bed. The bed. The bed. Put it down. Let's go, Hawk. I think they'd like to be alone. Bye. And guest stars for this episode, Edward Herman plays Captain Stephen J. Newsom as an American actor, director, writer and comedian best known for his portrayals of Franklin D. Roosevelt on television and Richard Gilmore in The Gilmore Girls. Very cool. And of course we have Kelly Nakahara returning as the lovable Kelly Yamato. Here we are, sir. Our finest accommodations, complete with cellmates. Gentlemen, I give you Dr. Newsom. Hi, he's BJ. I'm Hawkeye. Well, that's catchy. My name's just plain Steve. Just plain? I can't tell you how glad we are to see you. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get him here so fast? It's a secret, but if he asks you where the beach is, change the subject. Now, if you excuse me, I must continue evicting those little mumpets. They can run, but they can't hide. Doctor, your opportune arrival calls for a celebration. You uh, make your own? Yeah, we call it moonshine over Korea. <clears throat> oh. Now I know what the corporal is spraying the office with. This is quite a lovely spot you have here. Oh, it's not much, but we like to call it hell. Hey, we just came for a weekend. Now we may never leave. You're probably here on the American plan. Now see here, Newsom, that remark shows a complete lack of respect for this man's army and all that it stands for. And I resent the fact that you beat me to it. So do I. Where are you stationed? HQ Company, Tokyo. Ah, Tokyo. Hotbed of combat. Working your fingers down to the manicure. Yeah, it's a cushy job, but somebody's got to do it. I specialize in geisha girls myself. I am a highly regarded eye, ear, and leg man. Hey, hey, Hawk, I think we got a new guy for the act. Yeah, we can put a sign out in front of OR. Three stooges, no waiting. Attention, people. Choppers, don't think it's presents from home. Let's go, Steve. Another come is your hurt party. You don't give a fellow much of a chance to freshen up, do you? Sorry, happy minute just ended. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Mets? Yeah, okay. Well, I gave this 9 out of 10. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> um, I, I love this episode. Um, there's an awful lot in this episode. It's, it's amazing. It's crammed into 24 minutes. Uh, I like the fact that they had the mumps and uh, Winchester believing he's superior and that uh, the Winchesters do not get mumps. Um, <laughs> you know you know full well that he's going to get it, and lo and behold, he does. I like the new Doctor as well, Newman, and he's just like BJ and Hawkeye. And what I like about this is the whole subtlety of the way that he talks about the horrors of uh, one of his posts where he was, where it was just literally legs and arms being blown mm-hmm. up and lying around the place. Yet he's talking about it as he's doing his surgery, and you're there thinking, he's either, you know, something's going on here, or he, you know, he hasn't, he's lucky and hasn't got post-traumatic stress syndrome yeah and of course a little bit later on you do find that uh, i love about margaret logs newsom as well and you know the, the whole thing of charles and potter arguing in the tent about his records and him gargling at six o'clock in the, in the morning <laughs> and i like the subtlety of the way that um 
Newsom just slowly starts to crack, and we see it, but they don't because yeah. you know they're used to meatball surgery. But what he's seen uh, is literally craters of body parts, and you know uh, you can't imagine what that must be like to, to actually see. And when he when he does crack, and they find him there, it gets wonderful acting from from this actor. And also, again, I like the way that, of course, uh, Hawkeye goes to go and have a go at him, and Potter stops him. You know, he's, yeah. Again, Hawkeye's not seeing what's going on. He's just thinking about him. You know, yeah. I mean, he's right what he's thinking. But when he suddenly says it, and and Stephen turns around and says, the, "The blood just doesn't come off. It just doesn't want to come off." And you think, uh, and the, the only annoying thing, and of course, obviously, we can't do this because it's you know, Mash isn't a, a, unless it's a two-part episode. You know, it's standalone episode. But part of me would love to have known how Sydney would have dealt with yeah. it and, and to find out how he got on because this guy is he's only in this episode once and he's such a likeable character and just a likeable guy because he's like BJ and Hawkeye. But yep. also because of the fact that, again, what matches really well is show the horrors of war and a realistic point of view, you know. And, and post-traumatic stress syndrome was not acknowledged, uh, well, it kind of was sort of thing. But people were shot during the Second World War who had it, who started to not want to do things. Um, it's only until later on we started to get to know it. But I, I, I adore this episode. I just think it's so wonderful. And it's got the comedy with Potter and uh, Charles, but it's also got the, the kind of realism and the, the uh, thrilling kind of like a story of, of Stephen and, uh, and his post-traumatic stress. Yeah, yeah, I'm right there with you. I gave it actually an 8 out of 10. Mm. I don't even have that many notes because I was so into the story, I forgot to take yeah. notes. Uh, <laughs> and I love sense. I love when that happens, but also it's bad for when I'm going to record and I'm trying to remember stuff. I, I love the fact that they teamed up Potter and Winchester as a mm. duo, you know, on screen. Gave them both mumps and we got to see them interact and, you know, they could be more opposite and it's just the fun to see the conflict in them. I thought uh, Newsom's freak out was done extremely well. Yeah. The whole, like you, and, and like you said, you know, we're, we see it happening, but no one else around it sees it until he just completely breaks. I mean, he, that's, t- I mean, that's, that's a breakdown. That's a complete mm. breakdown, 100% breakdown. You know, he was not moving. He, and I, I actually, because I forgot this episode. So I was like, oh, maybe we'll see Sydney. I didn't realize how long, you know, the mm. time of the episode. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll have a whole scene with Sydney coming in and talking to him. And, you know, we didn't get any of that, obviously. But, um, no, I just, like I said, I don't even have that many. You know, I love the fact that Klinger comes in at the end, you know, with, uh, to join the mump group because he got yeah. his mump, he got the mumps. <laughs> That's the very last scene. That's funny. Yeah. And it needed a, it needed a bit of a funnier thing to end on, I think. Oh, yes. It, after it, the... Because you kind of need to fold that kind yes. of. You know, yeah, terror in between it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, just like I would, because I, I wrote it down. I'm like, the previous episode we just watched uh, with the little girl had this really dramatic ending. This one had an extremely dramatic ending. The next one has a, a nice, so- somber, dramatic ending. The one after that has a dramatic ending. I'm like, we were on a roll of these really, mm. you know, heart wrenching, very punch in the gut type of endings for this I don't know why or just how it happened to be this way but the next set of episodes have these really you know poignant moments or you know sad moments or something is just really just so well done no it's definitely like I said I have a few notes but it was just overall uh, just a fun episode fun as in entertaining and very thought-provoking and you know this happens every day there's men who have uh, PTSD who come back, you know, from war and have to deal with it. And some don't. Some, unfortunately, take their lives because they can't handle it. 
So, um, you know, it's, it's a real thing and it's horrible to see, to see in real life. Mm. But I think they portrayed it really well, and it was, you know, it was a, it was, a, it was a nice, it was a nice change for this series. Yeah. Major, can you close? Of course, Doctor. By the way, my name is Margaret Houlihan. Don't you love it when she drools? I'll get this one down here. Hey, we may have a new candidate for Rookie of the War. Usually takes the new guys two weeks just to stop fainting. Well, this isn't exactly new to me. I got my first taste of combat surgery in the Pusan perimeter. Pusan perimeter. Newsom, you've been holding out on us. I've heard horror stories about that. Well, there are not a lot of people around to talk about. Our regiment had 16,000 casualties in 18 months retracted. Guys are dropping faster than we could catch them, mostly in pieces. Keep that pressure up. Yeah, I remember once we had dead men stacked up like cordwood. Never a dull moment, huh? No, not in those days. Seems like we were always bugging out. Oh, once I remember I had to operate in a moving jeep in the middle of the night. Kid had about 12 pounds of shrapnel in his leg. I stretched him out across the back with a local anesthetic, brand new PFC driver, about one minute ahead of the North Koreans. Oh. Anyway, I'm cutting. Kid is screaming. The leg is bleeding. The driver's yelling, where are we? It was a hell of a ride. How'd it turn out? Okay, kid kept his leg. We found the battalion. I stole a bottle of gin and got drunk. My driver asked for a transfer. So uh, you gave it a... I gave it an 8. An 8 out of 10, and I gave it 9. Yes. Uh, IMDB give it a rating of 8 as well. Ah, so, there we go. They on, agree with on me. Your, on your yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Very cool. No, it's definitely worthy of an 8 or more, because mm. it's definitely a, a top top episode of MASH. Oh, yeah, absolutely. How do you like it here at the 4077th? Oh, I love it, sir. I just hope I get a chance to use the beach. <laughs> Attention all personnel, rise and wine. More wounded coming in. Don't make any plans for the weekend or the week. Oh, no. So soon? It's a rude enemy. They never call before shooting. Let's go ahead and move, in, move on to some behind the scenes here. I think I have the first one. Sherman Potter is a fan of the singer Tex Ritter. Uh, Tex's son, John Ritter, made a guest appearance on an earlier episode in the series playing a wounded GI who takes Major Burns hostage in the shower. there you go Uh, the title is from Physician Heal Thyself uh, a pop verb found in Luke 4.23 and I have the fun fact here while the instrumental version of the theme song Suicide is Painless was used for the show the lyric version of the song was first featured in the movie through early morning fog I see Visions of the things to be, the pains that are withheld for me, I realize and I can see that suicide is painless, it brings on many changes, and I can take or leave it if I please. The game of life is hard to play I'm gonna lose it anyway The losing card I'll someday lay So this is all I have to say 
Incredibly, the lyrics of the popular track were actually written by the son of the movie's director, Robert Altman. More astonishingly still, Altman's son was just 14 when he penned those famous words. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think a 14-year-old wrote those because have you listened to Suicide is Painless? Oh, God, yeah. I've got it on single. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I can't believe a 14-year-old yeah. wrote that, the lyrics to that song. Yeah. Makes, makes you wonder, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, damn, look at this leg. Can you reconstruct, Doctor? I, uh, I'm not sure. There's so much vascular damage. I, uh... No, prepare to amputate. No, don't! Uh, Doctor? There's so many, um, arms and, and legs, you see. Dr. Pierce? Not now, Margaret. I'm about to go steady with this kid's small intestine. Pierce, please! Why'd you break? I have him, Doctor. Dr. Newsom? Steve? We'll try to save it, Major. Tell you what, just to keep things interesting, why don't we play musical patience? You take mine and I'll take yours. Oh, all right. Good idea. Hey! Where's he going? I'll find out. Finish closing for me. Yes, sir. Drag him in here. He's very popular. In fact, I'm not sure these kids can live without him. Just relax, pal. Take a few deep breaths. Oh, sure. Okay. You gonna be all right? Oh, yeah. I just haven't seen this for a while, and now there's so much of it. Uh, I know. Look, take a minute. Collect yourself. But not too long. We're really gonna need you in there if we're gonna pull this one out, okay? Okay? Okay. Where is he? He's okay. He's just getting some air. You take my patient. I got his. No rest for the woozy. This is brutal. It's brutal for us. Think what it's like for these kids. Got another bad one. Who's got this? Dr. Newsom. He'll be back in a minute. This kid just came in. The lieutenant said he can't wait. My God. Where the hell is Newsom? Father, go tell Dr. Newsom. Recess is over. He's got to get back here now. I'll be very persuasive. Get him under. Why didn't we get two replacements when we ordered one? This can't be real. Come on, all you guys. Sit up and say April Fool, please. Newsom isn't out there. What do you mean he isn't out there? Where is he? Well, I have no idea. You picked a hell of a time to go for a stroll. Find him. I'll do my best. Something's got to be wrong, huh? Maybe he got sick. I'll find him, sir. If anybody can sniff him out, I can. Margaret, prepare to amputate. Isn't there any chance we can reconstruct? No, the artery's gone. I haven't got time. I save this leg, I lose that life. Um, yeah, so trivia time. Now, uh, last episode's question in the episode where Hawkeye sent for takeout to Adam's ribs. What was the name of the girl in Chicago who picked up the order and shipped them to Korea? Well, the answer was Mildred. So, this episode's question. When Trapper was discharged unexpectedly, Hawkeye raced to the airport to try and catch him to say goodbye. But unfortunately, he missed him. Exactly how many minutes did Hawkeye miss Trapper by? Mm. <laughs> I found some good, some good trivia here. Yeah, some good trivia. Yeah. <laughs> Any luck? He's not in the officer's club. I just checked the mess tent. Nobody's seen him. Newsom's not in the swamp, but his clothes are still there. He better have one damn good reason for what he did. What the hell's he doing? Hiding? He's not in the supply room. I'll go check the motor pool. There must be an explanation. After all, the man's a responsible surgeon. Pierce, Honeycutt, you're looking for your missing surgeon. He's in here. All right, Newsom, what happened? Easy, Pierce. Just wandered in and sat down. Steve, it's Hawkeye. The blood won't come off. No matter what I do, it just stays there. Just take it easy. See what I mean? Look at that. Never gonna go away. No matter how hard I scrub or how much I wash, just 
and stay there. Where do they come from? What do they... What do they expect me to do? I can't. I can't. Should we put him on the bed or something? Let's just let him rest there for a while. It's a little out of our ballpark, Pierce. Why don't you fellas call Dr. Friedman? Yeah, okay. Ask him what we ought to do. He was as strong as any of us. That's what scares me. MASH 4077 Podcast is all over social media. If you'd like to email us, you could do so by sending your emails to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at mash4077podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. And you can find meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook group. You can search MASH4077PODCAST. And if you want to read our show notes or get more information about the podcast, you can do so on our main website, which is at MASH4077PODCAST.COM. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.COM slash GeekyFanboy. All right, well, that's going to do it. Another stellar episode of MASH for us. That's just, I love getting a big chunk of good episodes in a row. Oh, yeah, but it's kind of leading you up that path where something's going to go wrong. Oh, you know it, you know it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm Kenny. And I'm Simon. And we'll be seeing you. Bravo. Bravissimo. Virtuoso performance. There's a lesson. Never insult seven men when all you're packing is a six-gun. <laughs> Colonel, what a delight. Since we worked out our differences, the remainder of our quarantine should be passed in peace and harmony. Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.